to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Good day. <laughs> yes, we're having a pretty good day today, aren't we? Yeah, I'm having You know, I was a little bit bummed out at the beginning before we started when we found out at the last minute that our guest was just bailing on us. No, well, we get guests, you know, just to get a little a different you know, perspective, but we do I, really good by ourselves. We don't need a guest. Not really. I mean, we're barely scraping the, the surface of all these notes I have. I really? Without, some, without somebody else breaking in with their opinion? And, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got enough. I, You know, I do such uh, an extensive job of preparing a show every week that literally I could sit here and talk for three hours by myself. That's true. But, but sometimes a guest brings in a new perspective. Exactly. And yeah. that's the purpose of doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. because I can bring in whatever guest I want every week mm-hmm. unlike other shows that aren't yeah. allowed to have guests we, have, we can have guests every and they week. veto everything they say they censor everything you say <laughs> yeah yeah we're not censored here at all <laughs> because like William said I write the show I produce the show I do the show mm-hmm. by the way the commercials I want you guys to give those advertisers some love by the way I write and produce those commercials as well we knew that. <laughs> I, I've I've learned to do so much stuff since I started doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Yes, I've learned how to not only be a talk show host, but also to be a producer. Well, I'm impressed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was uh, watching this um, hearing, this House hearing on censorship yesterday. Mm. And, you know, um, Jim Jordan... Is the is the leader of this thing, and and then this annoying woman by the name of Miss Plaskett. What a deep state corrupt piece of crap she is. I mean, and so what I did, I I, I popped that on. I saw that coming on on TV. I think I was watching it on OAN. That's one of, like one of my favorite news stations, and I'm watching that, and it's like, oh. This is good. I am going to, for those of you that didn't hear this, we're going to listen to it now because I made a lot of good notes on it. And like I've been talking about how these Democrats, I think all of these, not not just the president, but in his entire freaking family, but I think every single Democrat politician, I think they're all on the take. That's how they're all becoming millionaires because they're all making money off of taking kickbacks bribes, God knows what else. And they'll never be prosecuted for it because they're all in charge. And that's why they're desperate to make sure Donald Trump doesn't get elected president because they might actually get investigated and prosecuted at that point. Because I'm telling you what, Merrick Garland's out of there day one when President Trump gets reelected. And all these other corrupt scumbags in the DOJ, they're out of there. And then... There's going to be hell to pay, and these people know it. I, I don't. I think. I think Donald Trump learned a lesson from the first time around. Well, I, yes, he did. Especially when he said he's going to go in there and drain the swamp and all this just got all our attention. Even though we didn't like everything he said, and he was kind of crude when he said stuff. The fact that he said drain the swamp was what enticed everybody into action. You know, yeah, let's get rid of that swamp because we didn't realize how bad the swamp was. He didn't realize how bad it was until he was in there and was trying to clean out the swamp and those creatures are just hanging on with their nails. The swamp you know? creatures. Yes. The swamp creatures. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I'm going to do is I uh, actually recorded this opening statement by Miss Plaskett. <laughs> okay. In the house. And I'm going to play it. And I'm going to probably break in a lot because we're going to make some comments because I made a lot of notes about this because it just it just spells out so much what these bunch of crump scumbags are all about. So here we go. It's to stop, help us expose and stop what's going on. This alliance, big government pressuring private entities to censor Americans. I think in Ms. Morris's testimony, which I read this morning, big tech, big government working together, big media working all together to censor American speech. So we look forward to your testimony over the next few hours. Um, But I will tell you this, just get ready. I think these guys, Miss Morris, get ready. Oh, yeah, get ready. This Last is time we had good. a journalist sitting there, they were trying to get them to divulge their sources. So be ready. But I know you can handle it. We appreciate your willingness to come forward. We appreciate your willingness to fight for the First Amendment. With that, I yield to the ranking member for an Mr. opening Chairman. statement. Thank you, Mr. Chair, and good morning to everyone. 
just have some administrative matters first. I wanted to introduce into the record page 55 from the committee's interview with FBI employee Roya Demlo, who you just spoke about, which took place on July 17, 2023. Uh, in that line, she says, uh, the question was asked, okay, if someone were to leave here today, were to leave this interview and were to suggest or imply that when you said the laptop was real, that it meant that the FBI had affirmatively determined in October 2020 that the laptop belonged to Hunter Biden, that the contents belonged to Hunter Biden, and that the contents had not been manipulated in some way, would they be representing what you said, correct? Answer by Ms. Demlo. They would be representing what I said because I don't have much knowledge of that. So she's they would trying be to discredit the laptop thing. We know it's all what real. What I said because I don't have much knowledge of that. Uh, because this committee likes to misrepresent or leave off complete sentences of what individuals said, I'd like to introduce this into the record. Objection. This time. Thank you. Uh, and as to no comment by an FBI, that's usually what they say when there's an ongoing investigation, particularly when it's a couple of days before an election. But why are we here? Why are we here? Why? She doesn't realize that. You know, that's been the question that quite a number of people have been asking me. Why are you having this hearing? What does this have to do with inflation? What does this have to do with the cost of living? What does this have to do with the everyday lives of Americans? The thing that the Republican Party said. And you know what? She's trying to redirect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, no, we can't have this censorship exposed. So she's therefore read. Well, why aren't we doing something about the. Well, why aren't we doing anything about the yeah, inflation? Exactly. You know, you know who caused the inflation? Joe Biden caused mm -hmm. the inflation. We we're doing good under Trump. That's right. We were doing fantastic. All he had to do was continue the policies of Trump and we'd still be just. On the gravy train, the, everything the would be fantastic. The border wall would have been finished and everything. border wall would have been finished. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the inflation. We'd be energy independent. We wouldn't be paying three and four bucks a gallon for gasoline. No. Okay, so just continue to listen to this lying piece of crap. I'm just going to say it. That's what I think she is. Okay. okay, here we go. That they would focus on if they had control of the House. Why would the Republican leadership and the committee majority give a hearing and a platform to the witnesses today, specifically to Mr. Kennedy. Okay, so she's getting ready to destroy the witnesses, okay? She's getting ready to destroy Kennedy because, they, oh my God, they can't have Kennedy possibly um, going up against Biden in the he's, election. He's too conservative. He's too conservative. Yeah. Oh my God, we got to destroy Kennedy mm -hmm. because, uh, and then, so what she's going to do is she's going to try to discredit Kennedy. She's going to try to slander his reputation and, and completely ignore the facts that he's bringing forward. All of this stuff she's mentioning doesn't matter. What matters, she's trying to divert from the facts that are being brought forth in this hearing, okay? Just continue. This is what these people do. They do it this way every time. A man who has recently claimed that COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. And before that, in his film, Medical Racism, The New Apartheid, that film stated that COVID-19 vaccines do not work for black children because of their, quote, kick-ass kick kind of immune system. That hyper, superhuman, subhuman kind of language. Also said, he also said, even in Hitler's Germany, you could cross the Alps to Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did to imply Jews in Nazi Germany had more freedoms than unvaccinated Americans during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, many of my Republican colleagues across the dice will rush argument, to cover really. that they have Mr. Kennedy here because they want to protect his free speech that they do not believe in American censorship. This is not the kind of free speech that I know of. The free Because the only kind of free speech that she believes in is free speech that benefits her and benefits the Democrats. Free speech that goes against their narrative, well, that's just not, that's not okay. That's not okay free speech. Here we go. Speech that is protected by the Constitution. Now watch for First the attacks Amendment. that are coming up. But free speech is not an absolute. Yes, it is. The Supreme Court has stated that. Free speech is an absolute. How, unless, dare, how dare her? <laughs> I know. Unless you're like 
you know, screaming fire in a crowded movie theater so people get trampled on the way out. But for the most part, with a few exceptions, free speech is absolute. That's why it's the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. That's why, because it is pretty much pretty close to absolute. Unless you're, unless you're trying to harm somebody. But see, they, they, they stretch that all out of proportion about, oh, well, you know, this disinformation, you're hurting people with this disinformation. Who determines what's disinformation? Here we go. Uh, and others' free speech, that is allowed. Hateful, abusive rhetoric does not need to be promoted in the halls of the people's house. This Republican charge... So she just said that basically JFK Jr. is a hateful person. He uses hate speech. I personally have not heard any of this supposed hate speech. Well, I've, um, I've heard his speeches, and they were very honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he seems like a, a really decent guy to me. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine him ever being hateful towards anyone. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. A free speech is he being used by Republican members to promote quasi-science, Things such as the replacement. Oh, quasi-science. Funny she should mention that. Okay. What about the quasi-science of paper masks blocking out uh, the most deadly virus ever known to man? That doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count. No. You know, even even <laughs> even people that to, that work on drywall and spray paint and stuff like that for a living, that mask is not even adequate for them. But yet, it supposedly was adequate for the most deadly virus ever known to man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quasi science or told- safe and effective. Oh, yeah. that never really panned out either. I already told you what what I thought the mask was like. What it meant. The mask was just meant shut up and. Pay attention. Do what Shut up. Do what you're told. Take your place. Mm-hmm. That's yep. right. Yeah. It, okay. It could have been a hand. Yeah, could have mm-hmm. been. All right, here we go. Theory that says that brown people are replacing good white Americans here in this country. Let's not remember that this country first belonged to brown Native American people. It's a rallying cry for bigotry and hate. There are members oh, of the okay. Republican Okay, here's, here's the words. Uh, he's a bigot. <clears throat> he's hateful. He's a bigot. And watch. Get ready. Get ready because the other words are coming out too. White supremacists. They always got to say that. Election deniers. Mm-hmm. QAnons. And inciters. There you go. Okay? So we got to have all that in there. And he's a racist. She implied that, too. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. These people are so predictable. Okay, here we go. And by the way, um, Mark on uh, Rumble, Stella, said that uh, William even had praise for Stella, the Latinx, because we can't have any gender uh, associated with that either. Oh, so it has to be a Latinx. It has to Latinx. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not playing that game, that gender game. So. <laughs> no. Okay, here we go. Friends who also frequently suggest that Americans have to deal with COVID rules is the same as oppression of Nazi Germany. Yeah, pretty much Indeed, is. Some have even questioned whether the Holocaust took place. We have staffers oh, so he's a who openly follow white too. supremacy without any There's the white supremacy. You know that was coming. Conference. Some give it chuckles, slaps on the back, shrugs, all under the mantra of free speech. It's a free country. You absolutely have a right to say what you believe. Really? But you don't have the right to a platform, public or private. We- okay, so let's talk about that. You don't have a – notice how she says that you don't have a right to a platform. Well, you're right. You don't have a right to a platform. But at the same time, the government does not have the legal right to – to basically strong-arm those platforms to have you censored or kicked off, which is exactly what they were doing. And I've talked about the Twitter files over and over again, and there's just mountains of evidence that they were actually doing that, which is exactly what this particular hearing is about. And she's trying to redirect away from the purpose of this hearing by trashing everybody as a racist, a white supremacist, a a, a misogynist, a a bigot, uh, they're abusive, they're election deniers, they're QAnon. And and as you recall, when she first started out, she started out with the Republicans. It's those like, Republicans. Not even, you know, it's like they're just picking on the Republicans because they're, what, conservative? I I don't know what – that's what the, she started. Well, the, conser- the Republicans are all of these horrible things. Yes, they are. All yes, of them. All, yes, we all are. Every single one of them. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. We don't have to give one of the largest platforms of our democracy, Congress – 
this hearing, our right does not mean that we as Americans are not free from accountability. And that's what's oh, distressing about this accountability. Hearing. Okay. Don't tell me that word. Accountability. <laughs> accountability. What would she know about account- Nothing accountability? Nothing at all. What would the Democrats know about accountability? They've never had to suffer accountability. No, they're never accountable for anything. No. What about, what about uh, you know, they're talking about uh, Trump having supposedly classified documents. By the way, he was the president of the United States. He has right to classified documents. Joe Biden's got, from what I understand, thousands of boxes of documents, and there are a lot of classified documents, which Joe Biden was found in his garage in various different places in Chinatown or some foundation somewhere or anywhere, and yet he never had the right to have those documents ever because he acquired those documents while he was vice president, which the Presidential Records Act does not protect a vice president or a congressman from having classified documents. It does protect a president on classified documents. Everybody but Trump, though. Everybody but Trump. Yes. Everybody but Trump. He's a Republican after Obama had classified documents, too, and he never got held, He never got taken, indicted or anything crazy like that. No, mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue to listen to this idiot a why? little bit more. Why? Yeah. Why? Go ahead. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Even knowing what they know about Mr. Kennedy's hateful, evidence-free rhetoric. He's hateful. And even though they've invited any number of witnesses Has to no make evidence. their point. Has no evidence. Speaker McCarthy, Chairman Jordan, affirmatively chose to give this a platform. They intentionally chose to elevate this rhetoric to give these harmful, dangerous views a platform in the halls of the United States Congress. It's rhetoric, and it's hateful, dangerous harmful, views. Harmful. These, these IRS whistleblowers, these are hateful, de- mm-hmm. dangerous people, and they're all just a bunch of liars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we're going to—and she hasn't even heard what they have to say yet. Yeah. And yet she's saying all these well, things Well, she knows about the Republicans— They're Republicans, so obviously, right? You don't have to hear a word. This lady has not heard any testimony yet, and yet she's already trashing these people. Oh, my God, these people are unbelievable. Here we go. That's endorsing that speech. That's not just supporting free speech. They have co-signed on idiotic, bigoted messaging. Bigoted. It's a conscious choice. There's no doubt as to why they're making the choice. It's not to guard guard free speech or to ensure equality for all. No. (laughs) All of this, as you'll hear throughout this hearing, is to show us by their conduct over and over and again that any attack on Joe Biden to get Donald Trump back in the White House is what they need to do. Oh, Joe Biden is the victim here. Okay, that's what's... We're attacking Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. You know, poor Joe Biden. Joe Biden hasn't ever done anything wrong. I mean, there's mountains of evidence of wire transfers of millions of dollars from enemies. Trump is railroading him. That's right. And just that Trump, he's picking on that poor Joe Biden. (laughs) Poor thing. Poor Joe. (laughs) Hurting the Biden administration by putting Mr. Kennedy on display... They have said that he's only running for censorship. I think people run for the president of the United States because they want to advance the American people. Over the last eight months, the extreme MAGA majority has spent its time, not to mention tons of taxpayer money, something that they're always so cautious about, on baseless investigations that have gone nowhere. Okay, let's talk about baseless investigations that have gone nowhere. Like Trump, all the indictments? Yeah, all Trump. of those indictments those, uh, against Trump. Is that Trump. what you're talking about? That, that, that's for starters, yeah. Okay. Remember the Mueller report? Remember that clueless old guy that got in there and he had this confused look on his face and He's just like his mouth is open. He's looking at this report while he's being talked uh, while they're talking to him in Congress, and he's never seen this before. It's his report. He's never seen it before, and yet they gave this guy thirty-two million dollars to investigate Trump for a baseless investigation that went nowhere. Guess what? Trump was not found guilty of anything in that $32 million investigation. Can you imagine spending $32 million on a a lawyer for anything? 
No. Can you imagine? I can't, well, no, I can't, but they do it constantly. Can, can you imagine they had they spent $32 million on a whole crew of Trump-hating lawyers over the course of like two years, which they were just – they basically wasted almost – half of his presidency on this nonsense on actual baseless investigations in which they wasted 32 million dollars of taxpayer money but they found nothing on biden because he's a victim yeah they have found nothing of corruption or anything on his behalf but trump yeah they made him sound like he was a total criminal that's right. And, you know, the whole Russiagate nonsense with uh, the Christopher, Christopher Steele doc, dossier, and they know darn well that it was all orchestrated by Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party, and yet they were never held accountable for all of these lies. And will they ever be? No, of course not. Aren't they part of the swamp? <laughs> they are. Well. <laughs> they, they are. They're part, they, they are part of the swamp. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's continue with this. All in an effort to serve as a legislative arm of the Trump campaign and discredit any agency that dares to hold the president or those that work with him or who have the same ideals that he has accountable for those that are such as white supremacy, such as election deniers. You know, I, I hear them using that term white. Have you ever met a white supremacist, Stella? Well, no, but, you know, they wore out the word racial. You know, the racists, they wore that out. So now. Yeah, racist is nothing anymore. Not anymore. You know? So now there's white supremacists. And I was talking about last week how I actually, I was curious about this white supremacist thing. How does one join the white supremacist club? How do you become a card carrying white supremacist? And I did a search online and I could find absolutely nothing. You would think if this was such a huge movement that they would have a website or they would have some organization that you can get on a get on a mailing list or something i couldn't find anything under white supremacists because there's no such thing there is no such thing mm-hmm. it's all completely made up it's all it only exists in the minds of these demented insane trump hating Democrats. So it was the racial thing i mean they were, everybody was fine before they came out and started trying to separate everybody by color yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, who's the racist? Who's always talking about skin color all the time? It's the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Who were the ones that were the ones that were leading the Ku Klux Klan back the in Democrats. the day? Who are the ones that for were slavery. that were blocking uh freedom for the for for blacks? Mm-hmm. It was the Democrats. Yet who, yet who? they take credit for all this. Right. Somehow they've hijacked that whole thing. Ugh. You know? Mm-hmm. Just like how rainbows have been hijacked and everything else and the word gay, which used to just mean that you're happy, you know? <laughs> I, I give up. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. All right, here we go. Such as insiders and those who engage in the riots of January 6th. Truth be told, I have no idea whether the chairman actually believes any of the stuff. I don't. It's not a question I've asked him or one that's necessarily even important. But it's clear that one aim of his investigation is to bully tech and media companies into turning a blind eye to... Bullying tech and media companies. I wish that... Go go ahead. You talk about that, I wish with all my heart that the Republicans were insiders, that they are doing something. I wish they would do some inciting, yes. Yeah, please. I mean, everything that she accuses them, I wish to God they would be that way (laughs) instead of... And bullying media companies? I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, what these people do, they act like a bunch of psychopaths. This is what psychopaths do. They blame the other people of what they are doing. This is what a psychopath does. It's like... I, I've covered this. I've beat the heck out of this particular topic. I got tired of it eventually. I stopped talking about it. But the thing is, is bullying social media companies? Oh, is that kind of like the FBI and, and other government agencies and Democrat politicians coming in and telling these social media companies that unless you find some Russians – that, well, we're just going to make sure that you lose all of your advertisers. Well, poor thing. And they've been knocking themselves out looking for them and have found nothing, you know? They, they, you know, they had these social media companies terrified. I mean, they were mm-hmm. scrambling to find these so-called Russians, and they couldn't find any. 
So where was all of this Russian collusion coming on? It's like, where was all of this Russian activity? The Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. They're always talking about the Russians all the time. And it's like... And the Russians haven't done one thing to hurt an American. Not one thing that I can call, even though they've always been, they're, they're your enemies, they're evil people, they're communists. Right. Uh, but I haven't heard of a Russian ever hurting an American person. Well, no. except for Grimes, because she had, didn't she have drug, drugs on her, that basketball player? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, they made sure to get her out. They left They left uh, other uh, Americans, uh, innocent Americans in there, to but they had there. to get... They had to get the the black gay basketball player out. That was a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to get the basketball player out. Okay, well. So, wow, we're coming up on... So, the last segment, I'm going to wrap this up, and then Stella's got a favorite story she wants to talk about towards the end of the show. We're going to make sure we hit that. I've, I literally got a pile of notes left that I have not even... that I'm not going to get to today. Uh, may, we'll try to get to them next week, but that, that's the way it works around here. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I'm going to play the rest of this. I'm going to play a response by JFK Jr. <clears throat> in which he defines it def- defends himself against this personal attack that this Plaskett idiot did on him and and the IRS whistleblowers which these guys are, you know, really really putting themselves out there. And one of them happens to even be a gay democrat, uh, yeah. one of these IRS whistleblowers. Yeah. And she trashed him too. Mhm. And yeah. if you if you're telling the truth then you are definitely the enemy. If you tell the truth and make America aware of what they're doing, you are the enemy. That's right. You're a white supremacist, yes. you're a racist, you're inciting you're inciting violence. Bigot. You're a you're a homophobe. Mm. You're you're a QAnon conspiracy theorist. <laughs> so many. <laughs> I'm having too much damn fun today, aren't you, Stella? Yes. <laughs> you know, maybe you know, kind of like that door open, door close thing. Maybe uh, the maybe it's a good thing that that guest didn't show up today because I think maybe we're having a better show without him. And we were actually getting through some of more of our more important issues yeah. here. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh well. All right. All right, everybody. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And we got one more segment left. Got some good stuff still to cover. Don't go anywhere. I see we have a lot of watchers on Rumble and Facebook. Thank you for watching. We will be right back. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Welcome back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca, Marie, and Stella. Hey, Stella. Yeah, I'm sad it's almost over. We have still a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Hey, you want to send us your questions and comments, email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. If you want to... um, Watch us on the live stream on Friday morning. The easiest way to do that, and you can do all kinds of stuff from our website, freedomspeaknm.com. Just go there. There is a Rumble link you can click on, and you can join the conversation on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon. Plus, you can see our beautiful faces on the screen in the morning on Friday. And if you're listening to us on KDAZ Radio, the best conservative radio station in the entire city, thank you very much for listening there, and thank you for KDAZ for carrying our show on Saturdays. It's really awesome. And you can listen to them on 96 6.9 FM, AM 700, and streaming online at freedomspeaknm. Or no, conservativetalkabq.com. There we go. Got the from two one to four. Up. Yeah, one from to one four to four p. on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, we were listening to this idiot, uh, Miss Plaskett, uh, in this hearing from yesterday at the House uh, on uh, censorship. And I'm going to play a little bit more of that. we got some more comments uh, to make on this uh, opening statement. And then I'm going to play uh, a response by RFK Jr. Well, he's the, he's the only first original Democrat that I think that I remember Democrats being like. They were yeah. honest, sincere. They were conservative. They were. And now they've turned into demons. By today's standards, they were very conservative. Yeah, he still is. They were actually, in my opinion, the definition of a classic liberal Hmm. A liberal that actually believed in liberty. Yeah. You know? They because act- the word liberal kind of makes me shake sometimes. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. because it's the word has been hijacked and they redefined. twisted it all around. Just like so many other words. Yeah. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so let's, let's go with this here. Okay. Uh, there, there we go. spread across their platforms, even when those theories violate very basic terms of service about deliberate disinformation 
and promoting violence. Deliberate disinformation. Did you ever promoting you know, violence? Promoting violence. It's like okay, uh, how do they determine somebody is promoting? If you say something, you're telling the truth. That's promoting violence. And you know, I can I cannot help. I cannot help myself on this. Okay, hold on here. I got to uh, do something here. Um, you're gonna re- make you repeat something? <laughs> no, I'm, I don't want to risk losing my place on this. Let's finish this, and then I'm gonna circle back mm-hmm. to that whole promoting violence thing because I think that's really, really important. Don't let me forget that, Stella. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's not even think about what happens in 2024 with Russian trolls. Russian trolls. There's all them Russians. By the way, the Russians that the social media companies could not find. They were frantic to find Russians because they were told, unless you find Russians, we're going to make sure that you go down and you don't get any advertisers. So We're going to bankrupt you if you don't find Russians. (laughs) China trying to interfere in our elections. And the bullying extends far beyond tech companies. Oh, yes, Witness after witness have testified to the treatment they received from Chairman Jordan and his team. One of our earliest witnesses, Nina Jankovic, told the committee about receiving thousands of death threats and being told to go into hiding while she was pregnant with her first child, after Chairman Jordan first posted a doctored video of her. When Politico asked Mr. Chairman Jordan about the threats, his office responded, she deserves to be held accountable. Somehow Anyone I think that was taken out of context. Anyone who doesn't agree with their point of view deserves whatever hatred and threats are thrown at them. Now, I'm across the hall from Mr. Jordan, and several months ago, I saw somebody who seemed to be threatening to his office, and the Capitol Police were moving them away. And I was grateful that they were doing that, because I don't want anyone to harm him or his staff for their rhetoric, for the things that they say. That's inappropriate. That's unconscionable. You know, one of our listeners, Mike, he said uh, that uh, they use labels to propagandize. She is using Goebbels' rules of propaganda. Maybe I'll have to talk about Goebbels' rules of propaganda. Maybe that'll be a topic for next week. Maybe yeah, I'll sounds include. heavy. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. I've talked about those before, too said she did something very interesting. She inverted her propaganda and tried to turn it on Trump. Well, that's what they always do. They always invert it. They they always take what they're doing and try to blame the other person. They're psychopaths. Mm-hmm. It's psychopathic behavior. <laughs> Another witness, this one a current member of federal law enforcement who spent years protecting Americans from harm, described receiving threatening mail not just to her work office, but to her home address. Someone out there has figured out where this person lives and is targeting them based on disinformation this committee itself spread. She summed it up. There's that word disinformation again. You know, I never even heard that word before. Um, they just call them liars. It's, it's more you know, appropriate. They did. They, they call, they, she just, she hasn't heard what these people's testimonies are, and they're already, she's deemed them liars. I haven't heard what they said, but since it's against what we're trying to push, I'm it must be them. a lie. Yes, I'm judging you're them right liars now. Mm-hmm. and your disinformation. <laughs> Who determines what is disinformation? That I kind of wondered. I always wondered. The person that. using it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like you know that's such a silly word because like how do, how do you determine what is disinformation? How about just having a debate back and forth where both sides are talking about their points and let us decide. What is disinformation? They won't do that. No, they're Mm -hmm. not going to do that. Okay. In a single sentence, I'm frankly scared. And why does the chairman send this movement to intimidate witnesses? To change their behavior, of course. To make it less safe for law enforcement officers to enforce the law. And less likely that researchers and companies will combat the spread of hate and violence online. One witness, an academic whose organization helped identify disinformation threats to election processes and procedures, described the threat sent to him and his family in detail. When the Republican staff asked him if he would consider performing the same research for 2024 elections, he said, quote, since this investigation has cost the university now approaching seven figures in legal fees, it's been pretty successful, I think, in discouraging us from making it worthwhile for us to do a study for 2024. Now, have you seen what this lady is doing? She has completely redirected the conversation. She's not talking anything about the 
blatant censorship in which this this whole hearing is all about in which these she's showboating and 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 going on about all of this stuff to redirect the conversation to distract to to make all oh, it's like what were we here? You know, where, where she said at the beginning, well, what are well, we here why, for? Why are we that's, here? Now I'm wondering why the hell we're here. You know, it's like, what? I've completely forgot why we're here. Who and that's her script is what <laughs> I want to know. I know. And that's exactly why she's doing this. Mm-hmm. She wants everybody to forget why they're here. Mm-hmm. Because there is mountains of evidence about the censorship, but she doesn't want it to be heard. And what she wants to do is discredit and destroy these people before they have a chance to even speak. And that's what she's doing. Another witness, a researcher who analyzed massive data sets to assess the way that rumors spread online, was explicit and personal about the effect of the threats on her life. I mean, quite frankly, I don't have kids. And if I did, Thank I would God no longer be doing this I'd work. Hate for her to reproduce. I'm worried about my students. I know they're worried about doing this kind of work because of these kinds of threats and what they see that I'm going through. And at the same time, I just think the work is so important, and I want to make sure it keeps going so I don't so I don't want to step off that stage. I don't want, I think we have like special skills that can be really useful and helpful and make our help our country grow stronger. And this is having a chilling effect. And it's not just me. Other researchers are experiencing the same thing. These are the fruits of this committee's majority investigations. If MAGA Republicans agree with you, MAGA Republicans. you a platform to spread any conspiracy theories no matter how harmful. And if they disagree with you, you get death threats until you have to go. Now, they make us sound like we're all lynchers, you know, like crazy right. people waiting to kill somebody. I know. And, and these, these Republicans are too laid back. She gives them too much credit. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, because these Democrats are such peaceful people and they never incite oh, violence. Never, or anything. You know, no. I think I've heard enough from this idiot. Yeah. Uh, but here, here's the thing is like... <laughs> She's talking about promoting conspiracy theories. What exactly is a conspiracy theory? You know what? I know (laughs) for years now, they've been condemning and ridiculing people that say they saw ufos they've been if you were a if you were a military pilot i mean you were told that if you see a ufo you better not report it you better not say anything about it because because ufos were a conspiracy theory right but now we're finding out it wasn't a conspiracy theory so how do we know what is really a conspiracy theory and what isn't we don't really know unless we have the discussion and we debate it and we figure out what's true and what's not and that's what they didn't want to happen no debate. Uh, no debate. Over the past few years, these these thousands of doctors and scientists and other people that wanted to weigh in and says, hey, you know, this isn't right. This COVID stuff, you know, I've, you know, this is not right. And they were silenced. It's like, no, you are disinformation because you do not, you are not spouting the same narrative we're pushing. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I couldn't help but to, you know, this here, you know, she's talking about these these Republicans being uh, promoting violence and all this kind of stuff. I'm wondering if you guys remember uh, remember this particular I thing. I am your president of law and order and an ally of all peaceful protesters. The vast majority of the, of the protesters have been peaceful. While they're burning down the cities. Republicans stand for law and order and we stand for justice. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. My administration will always stand against violence, mayhem, and disorder. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our Democrat. lives. I stand with the heroes of law We will never defund our police. Together, we will ensure that America is a nation of law and order. We're in high school. I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. But I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. I feel like punching him. We just want law and order. Everybody wants that. I want to tell you, Lord Dutch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. We want law and order. We have to have law and order. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. We believe in safe streets, secure communities, and we believe in law and order. 
they don't believe in hate speech, but I remember when Trump was first in office, how they hated him so badly, and they wished the most horrendous, horrible things on his little 12-year-old son yeah. and his whole family. Oh, look at they, how they went after Hunter. Oh, the hate. They, hate, they, they built so much hate. I met one person that I thought could be a good friend, and I, of course, he has his opinion, and I have mine, and I respect his opinion. He never respected mine. And when he started saying all those disgusting things that they wanted to do to the 12-year-old innocent child— I told him, do you go to you go to mass and you actually take the Eucharist and you actually pray to God, but you're wishing this on an innocent child? I said, does this, do you not even see the craziness in your head? Yeah. And he stood there and thought about it for a while and he goes, yeah, but, and he'd come up with another reason why he should be severely hurt, injured, tortured. Oh my God. Yeah. Who yeah. wishes that on a child? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Here, what about this one here? You know, these the, these Democrats that are, you know, they're not racist or anything like that. I no. mean, yeah, but, you know, we then we have this. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison disgustingly likened Justice Thomas to a house slave from the film Django Unchained. That's a good movie, by the way. I are there it. any of the other nine justices who have been subject to such racist attack in the last few days from a sitting Democrat in the state of Minnesota? Who disgusting? Has anyone else been subject to those kind of attacks as frequently, as brazenly, and as unapologetically? No, sir. And it would be unconscionable. I love, I love Senator Kennedy for this committee not to condemn that kind of rhetoric for Clarence Thomas, Chairman. Um, despite. Senator Graham's view of the breadth of this bill and the debate, I consider this to be not relevant to the matter at hand. And further, it specifically requests the Biden administration to inject itself politically into a law enforcement decision that the Biden administration, I think quite properly, has avoided uh, getting involved with. So I urge my colleagues to vote no. Yeah. You know, these loving kind democrats peace they would loving peace loving mm-hmm. i mean they they would just law and order they would just never you know be considered racist or no. or trying to incite violence or anything like that right Ay, Dios mio. I, I don't even know who, do they even listen to themselves ever no they don't because when they do something they project it on somebody else mm-hmm. they like i said they always accuse other people of what they're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> And accuse them violently. They make them sound like super, I mean, demonic animals, you know. But no, and there they are all innocent, saying peace, law, order. That's right. You know, you can speak your peace, just don't get violent. That's right. And you saw what they did to Portland. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. They burned the place. Yeah, they were burning the place to the ground. Mm-hmm. And our Michael here is, uh, is saying most of the conspiracy theories have been proven correct, i.e. the scamdemic. Yes, it has. Yes. Yet they're still standing by their lies about the scamdemic. Everything that we were talking about, everything that I have been talking about, about the scamdemic, literally from day one, has all been proven to be true. But you know why? Every bit of it. You know why they're defending it so violently. There's another one coming. Another epidemic. Oh, oh another. absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're already talking about it. They're warning yeah. you about it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh. So, yeah, they yeah. got to protect the last yeah. one yeah, the to make this one. Yeah. They said it's easier now because we already saw how easy it was to trap them, put a mask on them, make them shut up, take experimental drugs, you know. It was easy. Look how easy it was. The whole world did it. This will be easier. Oh, yeah. They're, they, they've already been primed for it now. Oh, it's yeah. like I, uh, so many people around the world, there are some people that are actually still so brainwashed, they're still going around wearing a mask. Even here in town. It, yes, absolutely. I saw one. I was in shock. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Face diapers. I like calling them <laughs> face diapers. You know? They like being told to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I myself don't go for that. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's listen to a comment from uh, from R- RFK Jr. I, I actually like, even though he's a Democrat, I think he's like an old-fashioned Democrat. I kind of like him. Yeah. Um, he sure isn't one of them. No, he's not. Okay, That's why they're trying to take him down. Listen to his response to this attack. Mm-hmm. We could put five minutes on the clock then, not ten. Could we, could we put five on the clock and start it running? Give you some video on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And I, I wanna, Poor guy, wanna he sounds start, terrible. I want to put aside my written statement for a moment. 
and address one of the uh, points that was brought up, I think an important point by the ranking member, that this body ought to be concerning itself with the, uh, with the issues that impact directly the American people. The rising price of groceries, 76% over the past two years for basic food stuff, uh, the war in Ukraine, the inflation issues, the border issues, many, many other issues that concern us all as a nation. We can't do that without the First Amendment, without debate. Uh, when I gave my speech, my announcement speech in Boston uh, two months ago, YouTube, I, I talked about all those issues. I focused on grocery. I focused on the fact that working class people can no longer afford to live in this country. I talked about inflation, all the issues that deeply concern you and that you've devoted your career to alleviating those issues. Five minutes into my speech, when I was talking about Paul Revere, YouTube deplatformed me. I didn't talk about vaccines in that speech. I didn't talk about anything that would be was a verboten subject. I just was talking about my campaign and things, the conversation that we ought to be having with each other as Americans. But I was shut down. And that is why the First Amendment's important. Debate, congenial, respectful debate, is the, is the fertilizer, it's the water, it's the sunlight for our democracy. We need to be talking to each other. Now, this is a letter that many of you signed, many of my fellow Democrats. I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. There's 102 people signed this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. The, the, the charges in this, and, and by the way, Censorship is antithetical to our party. It was, it was appalling to my father, to my uncle, to FDR, to Harry Truman, to Thomas Jefferson, as the chairman referred to. It is the basis for democracy. It sets us apart from all of the previous forms of government. We need to be able to talk, and, and the First Amendment was not written for easy speech. It was written for the speech that nobody likes you for. And, I was, I was censored not just by the Democratic administration, I was censored by the Trump administration. I was the first person censored by the, as the chairman pointed out, by the Biden administration two days after it came into office. Anti-Semitism, racism, these are, are the most appalling, disgusting pejoratives, and they're applied to me to silence me. Because yeah, exactly. People don't want me to have that conversation about the war, about groceries, about inflation, about the war on the middle class in this country that we need to be having. And, and by the way, I want to say this while I'm on the record, that in my entire life, and why I'm under oath, in my entire life, I have never uttered a phrase that was either racist or anti-Semitic. I have spent my life fighting my professional career, fighting for Israel, for the protection of Israel. I have a better record on Israel than anybody in this chamber today. I'm the only person who has publicly objected to the $2 billion payout that the Biden administration is now making to Iran, which is a, is a, a genocidal program. I'm the only one who's objected to that. I fought more ferociously for Israel than anybody. But I am being censored here through this target, through, through, through smears, through misinterpretations of what I've said, through lies, through association, which is a tactic that we all thought we had been discredited and dispensed with after the Army McCarthy hearings in the 1950s. But those same weapons are now being deployed against me to silence me. I know many of the people who wrote this letter. I don't believe there's a single person who signed this letter who believes I'm anti-Semitic. I do not believe that. 
There is no evidence of that. Now, I want to say something I think that's, that's more important, and it goes directly to what you talked about, ranking member, which is the, the, the need, the, the, this toxic polarization that is destroying our country today. And how do we deal with that? We are more, this kind of division is more dangerous for our country than any time since the American Civil War. And how do we deal with that? How are we gonna, every Democrat on this committee believes that we need to end that polarization. Do you think you can do that by censoring people? I'm telling you, you cannot. You, that only aggravates and amplifies yep. the problem. We need to start being kind to each other. Yep. We need to start being respectful to each other. We need to start, start restoring the comedy to this chamber and, and, and to the rest of America, but it has to start here. My uncle, Edward Kennedy, has more legislation with his name on it than any senator in United States history. Why is that? Because he was able to reach across the aisle, because he didn't deal in insults. So we're running out of time, but I, I think— No wonder the Democrats hate him. Yeah, you know, the problem is, he, you know, he's wondering why it is they have to do this, but the thing is, is these, in my opinion, these Democrats are so corrupt, and they're so on the take, and there's so much money laundering and, and dirty transactions going on, they have no choice— they're desperately trying to prevent being exposed. And these hearings, like this censorship hearing, is, is all about exposing this stuff. That's and they, they have to him. destroy this guy because yeah. he is uh, he's helping expose it. Well, he's speaking the truth. He's speaking the truth. And he's and, got you know, go. I, you know, I've never met this guy in person, but from watching him, he seems like a very kind, thoughtful person. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine any of those accusations being true against him. Well, I really can't. Like I and said, I'm a usually pretty good judge of character. I couldn't imagine all the accusations they've done against Trump either, but they're there. You know, They are. Just like him. He, he's a kind, giving, loving, conservative person brought up you know, in a very religious family. But he, if you tell the truth, you're just worthless to them. You, you gotta get, they got to get rid of him. They are. So, Stella, let's hit that story that you were talking about that you like so much in the last little bit of the—, uh, the which, Well, which one? The thing— the, the, the thing. The, the thing with the, the seatbelt law. Okay, there was that article about the seatbelt law, okay, that I, that I found in which it was talking about when the seatbelt law first came out. They said, oh, well, you know, this is for your safety, and it's, it's never going to be used as a means of— It's a choice. Uh, it's a choice. It's a choice. And it'll never be used as a means of, you know, prosecuting you or charging you with a crime. But then, remember— Click it or ticket. Yep. Yeah, where they're looking in your car, and if you're not wearing a seatbelt, they pull you over, and they give you a ticket. Well, good thing in New Mexico you can run red lights and everything now, and the mayor said don't worry about red light runners. They're going to do it anyway. So you, they don't stop you for red lights or seatbelts or anything. So No, they don't pretty much enforce anything around here no, anymore. not at all. You know, law. the laws don't matter anymore. They're gone. They yeah. don't, they're gone. Stella. <laughs> We're out of time, my I gosh. Wait, I, I wait, I just want to say one more thing. Go for it, the, quickly, the go. The AR-15s and how they're trying to get rid of them yes. and everything. And yes. If they get rid of that, they're just going to get rid they're of gonna all of them. They're going to keep going after the rest. And once a right is surrendered, it is never, never, never returned. Just that's one thing to remember. You surrender your guns, you're never going to get them back. That's right. And there has been, uh, there's never been an occasion where a people gave up their weapons in the interest of peace that didn't end in their massacre. That's right. So send us your questions and comments to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Uh, check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replays of all of our shows. Check it out the podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes. And uh, remember, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we're weak. Together, we are strong. It's time for all of us to stand up. Open your eyes. Reject division. Tell the Marxists and those pushing the lies and all of the the nonsense where they're calling you names and the woke agenda and the hate. Hell no, we won't comply. Absolutely. That's right. Why won't we comply? We are the resistance. We are the resistance. That's right. And uh, you guys... 
Have a fantastic weekend. Do something fun. Stay out of the heat. Tell somebody that, that tell your friend or your family member you love them. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more kindness in the world. We need more love in the world. There's That's enough right. hate going around, but there's we a need lot more of hate love. going around. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. All we need is love. I like that old song. The Beatles remember? had it going, huh? That's, they totally <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.